Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Matthew 18, 1. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Matthew 18, 1. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? My biggest and most relentless battle is the one I fight within myself regarding who I will ultimately place on the throne of my heart. Do I really seek to love and honor Jesus, or am I trying to elevate myself? Sadly, a lot of times I seek my glory over his, deception over truth, and give in to pride instead of choosing the sacrificial love to which he calls me. And yet, whenever I choose myself over Jesus, whenever I choose my agenda over his, my pride over love and striving over surrender, I'm ultimately choosing the way of death, death of relationships, of dreams, and of the joy and peace that Christ died to give me. I begin to believe that thing I am chasing, be it success, prestige, fame, or wealth, rather than my creator, will bring me the type of life my soul craves, that something external will bring me soul deep satisfaction and joy. And I don't think I'm alone in this. I suspect we all have a dormant and sometimes not so dormant idol of self residing within. We can see from a few places in scripture, the disciples, the men hand-selected and intensely taught by our Savior, by the way, did as well. Today's verse begins with the phrase, at that time, directing us back to chapter 17, where Jesus told his disciples quite plainly about his upcoming death. In verses 22 and 23, we read, when they gathered together in Galilee, Jesus told them, the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him, and on the third day he will be raised. And they became greatly distressed. I would have been as well to hear my master, the one I had left everything for, including every dream I had previously pursued, the one I had grown to love deeply, and who I'd come to believe was the long-promised Messiah was going to die? That was such a deep and unexpected blow, the disciples couldn't or wouldn't fully comprehend Christ's words although they comprehended enough to become intensely grieved. 
Yet somehow, between the time of Jesus' revelation to the disciples' little tiff regarding personal prestige and honor, their sorrow gave way to pride. But I also wonder if maybe they became confused when Jesus told them of his death, especially in light of all the power and authority he had displayed. I can understand how that could happen, as we don't normally equate death with authority or authority with death. Consider all the ways Christ had revealed his power over all, humans and the forces of darkness included. At the beginning of Matthew 17, he took three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, up onto a mountain and allowed them to witness what scholars refer to as the transfiguration. So that was when Jesus gave his disciples a powerful, breath-stealing glimpse of his divinity. Then, once he returned from the mountain, he cast a demon out of a boy, thereby proving his power over darkness. And in verses 20 to 21, he told his disciples that with a tiny amount of faith, they could do anything, including move mountains. Then, directly following these obvious signs of supernatural power, he said, almost as a parenthetical insert, but men, mere humans, are going to betray me and kill me. Now, that's my paraphrase. That certainly didn't sound like the Messiah they had been waiting for or the Messiah that they had witnessed while walking beside their miracle-working rabbi. Therefore, when he responded to a question later regarding the temple tax, which he supplied in a supernatural way, they must have breathed a sigh of relief immediately and perhaps intentionally forgetting all his talk of dying. Verifying his authority over humans and human systems, he stated, in essence, as God's son, these taxes are ultimately for me, and therefore I am exempt, but I will pay in order to model right living for others. Using a coin you'll find in a fish's mouth. Again, that is my paraphrase. And if it felt like your brain pinged back and forth listening to me relay all that, you can imagine how the disciples must have felt. Power, power, death, power. Like I said earlier, maybe they felt that one negated the other, or in choosing one, they forfeited the other, when in truth, the believer experiences resurrection power not through striving, but through death. What's more, it's our knowledge of our power and authority found through our connection in Christ that allows us to humbly and sacrificially kill our pride or to die to self, as Scripture puts it. When we know that our time on earth is short, that our God remains sovereign over all, and that his kingdom is coming, we don't hold on so tightly to this earthly kingdom. We know God has better in store for us. Similarly, our obedience, however God calls, feels so much easier when we recognize that we are immensely loved by the God who holds all of eternity in his hands, who holds you and I in his hands, and that he promises to reward us for every surrendered act. Jesus wasn't a victim in his death. To the contrary, that was the moment when through his death, he secured his victory for all time. And we're not victims to the brutal acts of others either. Scripture tells us in all things, we're more than conquerors through Christ our Savior. Therefore, we can patiently endure and willingly choose to surrender to God today, no matter how he leads. I don't know what that might look like for you. I don't know in what way you are tempted to elevate yourself. And I don't know what makes it most challenging for you to choose surrender. But I do know that God gives us the power through Christ in us to live humbly and to surrender, to follow and trust. And that when we do that, we experience 
life in all of its fullness, the life that he promised. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for modeling to us the power that comes through death. Thank you that you died in our place, that you paid the penalty that we deserved so that we could live in you, so that you could live through us. We know that pride kills, and we know that you bring life and freedom and joy. And so we choose to lay our lives down. We choose to surrender. We choose to die to self so that we might experience in an ever-deepening, ever-increasing way your light and life within us. We love you, Lord Jesus, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.